1: Now, like every year, 2023 has definitely had its memorable moments from people getting access to free money and their ATMs to the discovery of a, a mysterious, or perhaps not, hole on Port Marnock Beach. We're going to look back on some of the most iconic news of the year. But first, comedian Michael Fry has summarised this very eventful year with a song entitled We Didn't Start the 2023 Fire.
0: space rock victory for spring box. dublin ladies dublin men bank of ireland atm Scott on mott on colleen kuhn barbenheimer killer moon enoch burke outside the gates irish music loses grace king charles gets a crown joseph biden in the town una healy not a thruple last of us with tragic the toy man on the news we didn't start the fire it's been burning since the world's returning no we didn't start the fire no we didn't light it but we tried to fight it storm debbie holly Kerns, dublin city center burns rishi sunak big brother kylie's back and giving mother school of rock is turned.
1: coasting television. Start the fire. It's And that it really is a compendium of everything that happened in 2023. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Fry, good morning and welcome. Thanks for
2: having me. Hello.
1: Uh, that's a great song.
2: Thank you. Yeah, it's a... Uh, uh, modelled on the Billy Joel classic We Didn't Start the Fire which is also a
1: ridiculous song. And your rhyming is wonderful truffle and couple and...
2: Yeah, yeah. It took me a while. I went through all my tweets and saw what I was talking about and then formed rhyming couplets and it Mm. just took forever.
1: So you have been (laughs) reminiscing about the year that 2023 Mm. was and and one figure looms large over the whole year and it's Mm. not Donald Trump. It's Enoch. Enoch Burke. Burke yeah
2: yeah yeah so uh, at the very start of the year there was the where is John Rogers little scandal at the start where the chairman of some board wasn't there uh, I made a whole song about that uh, so he's given me a lot of material over the year but also just the, the image of him standing outside the gates has been memed to death uh, there was a stag do that had him that had the groom dressed up as Enoch Burke and made him wait outside the pub and stuff like that so <laughs> he's been used all over the place it's great and
1: <laughs> he's going to spend Christmas in prison yeah you know, yeah it's it all appear,
2: entirely or? self-inflicted it's absolutely ridiculous story so
1: yeah <laughs> um, In addition to the man himself his family also provide
2: Yes absolutely a yeah, diversion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 so even uh, just the start of the year so I mentioned the, the Where's John Rogers thing so they were all chanting outside all you know they didn't rehearse at all none of it was in use, but they kept saying his name so I decided yeah I'm going to write something around that so they've been very helpful uh, and also his dad used to drive him to the school every day as well. So there's, that image has been used quite a bit in memes.
1: Now, uh, in recent times, we've been talking about a meteorite shower that mm. could be seen from the skies. If you could uh, get away from the light pollution, you yeah. might see a, a shooting star yeah. or two. But we thought that space had come to Earth at one point.
2: Yes, and I absolutely love this because it was so... It was very Father Ted or something. I don't know what it was about <laughs> it. But uh, yeah, a man who was, uh, I think he was entitled a space enthusiast or something on the news, uh, thought that a, a meteor had come down and formed a hole in the beach on Port Marnock. And Virgin Media decided to run with the story without yeah. actually verifying the, the, it. There so. was a,
1: some sort of a, a rock at mm. the heart of the hole.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was quite smooth, I think. And that was, that was his logic as to why it, it might have come from space. And because the it,
1: obviously the, the friction of entering the Earth's atmosphere yes, smoothed yeah, yeah, yeah. the hole stone yeah
2: and we didn't take into account that maybe erosion or uh, (laughs) coastal attrition (laughs) might have uh, might have contributed to that but yeah it was a debunked Immediately afterwards, there was a, a video that came up, and it was people just digging the hole in the beach, as as men seem to like to do when they go to the beach. So yeah,
1: and, and did, was this a jape on their part, or or did they just dig a hole? I think they just dug a hole. I don't think they meant to uh, to dupe that poor man. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, someone else who was in the news um, tragically, he lost his job. Philip Schofield, mm, yeah. Um, I wouldn't say tragically, I think he absolutely deserved to
2: lose his job. But uh, yeah, um, very, very odd. There was an interview with The Sun straight afterwards where he was uh, vaping. And I think if you ever want kids to stop vaping, I would just show them the footage of Philip Schofield holding a lost Mary uh, yeah. <laughs> because it doesn't look cool at
1: all. He looks very stressed. He looks very stressed. Mm. And, we, and of course, Holly Willoughby, his erstwhile partner, yes. um, more or less consoled her, her viewers as to the loss of Philip. Ha, have a listen. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, deep breath. Firstly, are you okay? I hope so. It feels very strange indeed sitting here without Phil. And I imagine that you might have been feeling a lot like I have. Shaken, troubled, let down, worried for the well-being of people on all sides of what's been going on and full of questions. You, me and all of us at this morning gave our love and support to someone who was not telling the truth.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's very paternalistic or patronising or something like that I don't know if you've ever asked your viewers are you okay at the start of a segment but I don't know no. it's, it's
1: so I strange I mean when she asks the people are shaken but not stirred yeah, but <laughs> very much by the department <laughs>
2: yes. I, I mean
1: they yeah. obviously live in the kind of bubble where they believe that the, the importance of what they do
2: yes, is, yeah, is somewhat yeah, yeah, yeah. profound that kind of thing that, that they think they're part of people's families and you know they're in people's homes every day and stuff like that well no actually I mean they were replaced pretty quickly by Dermot O'Leary and Alison Hammond and there's still a replacement coming and I think people are fine with that I think mm. people are still going to watch this morning and they didn't make as big an impact as they thought they did you know,
1: now, I was hearing this morning on Talk uh, that it, with the launch of a particular movie that people went scouring the second hand car ads for pink cars mm. Yes And this yeah, is a, yeah. a, a phenomenon like of, of I suppose the joy of Barbie yeah. with the threat, the threat of nuclear destruction from Oppenheimer
2: Yeah I think this started as a joke initially that uh, the Barbie movie and Oppenheimer were being released around the same time so people were like oh yeah we'll, we'll go watch both movies together and that suddenly became a thing where people watched Barbie in the morning and then Oppenheimer in the afternoon or the other way around and they fit brunch in between it uh, and I think it's like everybody was going to see Barbie anyway as in like it's, a, it's an all ages kind of a film but the addition of Oppenheimer I think it really helped Oppenheimer in terms of its numbers and things like that um, but I, I certainly went to the Barbie movie all dressed in pink with my friends and then <laughs> then watched Oppenheimer and felt and very Dressed sad. in a so.
1: 1940s uh, suit. Yeah. Double-breasted with <laughs> a, saying, a yeah. trilby or whatever it might be. Or uh, they were in the desert, probably something of a Stetson or yeah, whatever it might yeah, be. Yeah, um, you, You're up to something very interesting in January. I am. I am doing the 24-hour
2: plays at the Abbey Theatre. So, uh, essentially, it's where a play is written uh,
1: directed and performed within 24 hours. So, How does it actually work? What's the inspiration or, or do you all sit there kind of wondering what are we going to do and uh, inspiration strikes or do you go in with uh, some sort of...
2: Yeah, so I go in with a costume and a prop and I say something that I've never done on stage that I would like to try and then the writers are sent away to write plays around that. So there's quite a few actors in it uh, but there are six writers, six directors and so six plays are going to be made. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what what will be made for me because we've a lot of talented people there Um, And when is this going to be seen then? So that's the 14th of
1: January on the Sunday And that's your play or all six? Uh, All six And what? One act plays kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, pretty much Yeah, yeah, yeah it's so, extraordinary. Yeah, yeah, really interesting. We've got
2: a lot of talented writers. So, Hannah Mamelis, uh, who recently won awards at the Galway Film Festival, and, like, say, Ulton Pringle and, and other really talented writers. Yeah. And, and you
1: don't even disturb normal business at the theatre because it's happening on a Sunday. Yeah, it's all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, look, I wish you the very best with it, that, Michael. And thank you very much for reviewing the year with that uh, comedic eye of yours. Thanks very much. Michael like Frythe.
0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m on News Talk.